Welcome back to DC Talk. This is episode number 197, recorded on Sunday, April 17th, 2022. I'm Carrie. I'm here by myself today because, well, it's a holiday for everyone else. It's a ho- not a holiday for me. Um, happy spring holidays, whichever one or what one or ones you're celebrating this weekend. I personally think that the universe is trying to tell us something by having three major religions have their spring holidays at the same time, but maybe that's just me. But before we get on to our news, um, just a reminder, we are part of the Random Chatter Network. Please go over to randomchatter.com to check out all of our other shows, membership through Patreon, ask, access to the Escape Hatch Discord channel, and show merchandise through Tee Public. And without further ado, on to our news. So, first off, happy Bat- happy the Batman Eve. And that's right, the Batman premieres on HBO Max tomorrow, Monday, April 18th, and will run on HBO on Friday, April 23rd at 8pm. So, those of you who couldn't get out to a theater to see the Batman on the big screen, now's your chance. By the time you hear this, it will already be on HBO Max. Um, Speaking of HBO and Disney, uh, Disney, why am I saying Disney? uh, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery, on all that. um, DC Entertainment is reportedly undergoing an overhaul over uh, under Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, which is the new parent company name now that Warner Brothers and Discovery have merged. no real idea what this means yet. Um, I know, based on the articles I've seen, uh, CEO David Zaslav has reportedly met with some individuals to find uh, about finding some sort of centralized voice. Thinks Kevin Feige for the MCU. I could have sworn Mike and I discussed the concept that they'd already approached J.J. Abrams and/or James Gunn to do that. But what do I know? Um, among other things, uh, they've said that Superman needs to be quote-unquote revitalized. Again, whatever that means. I have no problems with the direction that Superman has been going in DC Entertainment, but you know, I'm not the super biggest Superman fan, so maybe I'm not the best person to ask. Again, whatever that means. I will likely save this one uh, for the next time Mike is on the show so that we can discuss this further. Uh, further to the um, overhauls that are being done under Warner Brothers Discovery and DC in general, um, DC games will reportedly be bolstered under the new um, regime over there. Um, Gotham Knights is still slated for this year, and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is still slated for next year. Aside from that, again, not really sure what that all means. I know there has been some calls to get more video games uh, off the ground involving Superman, Green Lantern, the Justice League, other characters that are not Batman, uh, but we'll, we'll have to see. Um, so there was a comics tie-in to Black Adam that was released, um, I don't remember, I don't remember when it was actually released, but it was, but it seems to confirm that the version of Black, of the Justice Society that we're going to see in the Black Adam movie 
was not the first version of that crew. And that's something that apparently the, the tie-in comic has been hinted at. Um, you know, the Justice Society originally began uh, back in the Golden Age, and the original roster was Hawkman, Adam, Black Canary, Dr. Midnight, Starman, Hourman, Wonder Woman. If some of these names are sounding familiar, maybe you've either watched Stargirl recently or the one or two episodes of Legends of Tomorrow that featured the Justice Society, or maybe you uh, caught a couple of episodes of Smallville, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Um, but, you know, the Justice Society has been around in DC, um, DC Comics for a very long time, so I'm actually not surprised that, that there's a hint of this being just a new version of an existing group in the uh, DC Movieverse. Uh, moving on, um, Ju Justice, the Justice League has been revealed in uh, new artwork for League of the Super Pets. Um, this includes Mike's girl, Jessica Cruz, as the current Black, Black uh, Green Lantern. Eh, Black Lantern. That, that's a flub for later. Uh, but yes, Jessica Cruz is apparently going to be appearing in League of the Super Pets, so I'm sure Mike is very, very happy about that. Um, doesn't say which Flash this is, although it's probably Barry Allen. Um, the version of Aquaman looks more like a clean-cut version of you know, Jason Momoa. Uh, there's Cyborg with a very interesting like half-fro type thing going on. Uh, also Wonder Woman and, of course, Batman and Superman. Uh, we only have confirmation about voice actors for Batman and Superman at this time. Um, Keanu Reeves and John Krasinski, um, relatively speaking. Um, they have not said who all else is going to be voicing the other superheroes in League of the Super Pets, but I'm sure we'll find out, you know, at some point. Um, moving on to TV and uh, st more streaming news, uh, Jesse L. Martin is going to be departing The Flash as a series regular after Season 8. Uh, he is still expected to premiere in Season 9, but uh, apparently he's going to be headlining a uh, pilot over on NBC um, and doing some other projects, so um, he... Uh, Again, uh, for those of you not well aware, um, Jesse L. Martin plays Joe West on The Flash. He has for the past eight seasons, and his actually his role's actually been kind of you know diminishing a bit. Um, partly, partly maybe because of that the injury he suffered uh, a few seasons ago. Uh, partly for other reasons, I'm sure. But you know, sometimes people get tired of playing the same character year after year after year. Um, I hope this is not, like, he's, I hope this is, we're going to see him al as much as possible, um, next season, but, you know, I wish him luck, I'm sure Mike does too, and, um, I hope, I hope his new show does well. Um, HBO Max has cast KJ Appa and Isabel May as the Wonder Twins for the Wonder Twins movie, um, which is awesome that this is actually getting off the ground. Uh, the Wonder Twins are on the list of character archives um, to be uh, 
discussed at a future date. Um, uh, KJ Appa, for those of you don't, who don't know, he plays Archie on Riverdale, so he has some comic book TV cred going for him there. And uh, Isabel May uh, was in the Yellowstone prequel, 1883. Um, the results of the 2022 TV line bubble poll are in. And this is actually kind of cool. I mean, Batwoman took second place. Uh, I believe when I spoke to you guys last week, um, Bat uh, Batwoman was already at number six. But after some heavy campaigning um, in conjunction with the Legends of Tomorrow the Writers Room, uh, Batwoman came ended up in second place, and Legends of Tomorrow ended up in third place. Uh, both behind Legacies, um, which is the um, Vampire Diaries sequel series thing. Um, whether or not that has anything to do with what, with how or when or if these shows get renewed um, we, remains to be seen. Um, it is kind of telling that there is such a there is such a following uh, of both of these series that apparently the quote unquote normal TV ratings are not picking up on. Um, not entirely sure why, uh, but you know what? Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow have their have their following, and that is not being reflected in in whoever is looking at the in whatever metrics they're looking at for ratings. So maybe that needs to change a bit. Who knows? Um, McFarland Toys um, has released uh, pictures of their new Blackest Nights Blackest Night figures. Um, those are nearly here. Um, the, 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 as with most McFarlane toys, these are pretty gorgeous, very detailed. Um, this is from the Blackest Night, uh, storyline, uh, basically, an, uh, a mysterious force turn raises deceased heroes and villains and turn them, turns them into a, an army of undead Black Lanterns. Um. Blackest Night is also on the list of things to discuss um, in a character archive at some point. Um, but the figure collection does include um, Black Lantern Superman, Black Lantern Batman, and uh, Deathstorm. Which kind of looks a bit like um, Ghost Rider, but all black and gray instead of, you know, black instead of, you know, red flames, it's all black flames, uh, which is very coincidental considering um, what we are going to be discussing in our brief character archive um, in just a bit. Um, so that's it. That is it for our news. There's not a whole lot of news. Um, I figured I'd pad this out with a short character archive. Um, but before I do that, um, this does contain spoilers for the current, um, the la this current week of, fla of the Flash, so 
you might want to skip ahead or come back to this if you haven't caught up with it with the flash this week <coughs> so we are going to be talking briefly about death storm uh <laughs> and we are talking briefly because there isn't much of odd death storm that i could find um i basically looked into this based on this last week's episode of flash um, unfortunately, there's not much info on him other than him being a supervillain counterpart to Firestorm. Firestorm being either Robbie Amell and, um, or Robbie Amell, uh, Ronnie and Dr. Stein, or Jax and Dr. Stein, however, whichever configuration you want to, um, you want for that. Um, he ha also has some links to the Black Lantern Corps. Uh, but given that they've yet to introduce any greed lanterns, let alone any other of the other lanterns into the Arrowverse, I'm not holding my breath on that. Um, there have also been some hints that he was involved in the Blackest Night storyline, um, which makes sense considering that he's featured in the, the McFarlane Toys uh, line that's coming up. Uh, but also given that this is a very Green Lantern-centric story, and again, there's a distinct lack of any lanterns of any shade in the Arrowverse. I doubt we'll see that storyline in the Arrowverse anytime soon, unless it comes up in D in the DC University thing that David Ramsey is apparently involved in. Um, <clears throat> Deathstorm's first appearance was in in the comics was in Brightest Day number 10 from November 2010, so he's a relatively recent supervillain. He was created by Jeff Johns and Peter Tomasi. And all of, with all of this said, this is actually the second, this week on Flash is actually, actually the second time we have seen Deathstorm in the Arrowverse, and the second time we've seen him in media. The first one, first time being um, earlier on the Flash when we went to Earth 2, and we saw that was actually a version of Deathstorm, apparently, that was also played by Ravi Amell, who also ended up playing kind of sort of Deathstorm this week. Yes, there, there's some logic there, I, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so I'm very interested to see where that goes um, on The Flash and how that all shakes out. Happy to see Robbie Amell back on the Arrow, back in the Arrowverse, um, if however briefly. But that's it for this week. Um, take care, guys. Go watch Batman. <laughs>